Hey, friend, I don't know if you know this, but I have a new book coming out on March 5th. It's called Protect Your Peace, Non-Unapologetic Principles to Thrive in a Chaotic World. And I would love your support by pre-ordering my book. Go to TrentSheldon.com slash book. Why pre-order? Because as an author, it helps me. Get on more TV shows. The book gets in more stores. And for you, you get a whole bunch of cool free stuff that will go away soon if you don't pre-order. So go pre-order the book. Get the book. This book is going to change the world. Let's get it. What's up, rehabbers across the world? Welcome to Straight Up with Trent Shelton. Throughout my career, from the NFL to sold-out stages speaking to thousands, I built up a toolkit to break through negative mindsets, let go of what's holding you back, and start rehabbing your life. And every show is going to be jam-packed with tips, tricks, and tools to push you forward. I'm always going to be real with you and give you the 100% truth, even when it's going to pierce your heart. This is me, Trent Shelton, straight up. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to today's episode of Straight Up Podcast. I'm your host, Trent Shelton. And today we're going to start the podcast off with something a little different, something that I do every single day. And I want to share this with you. This is called the Protect Your Peace Moment. Sometimes this will be at the beginning of this podcast or the end, but I'm going to start implementing these moments because I feel like it's needed for our souls, for our mental health, for our peace. What I want you to do right now, if you're driving, pull over. If you can't pull over, listen to this podcast later because you need to be present. If you're at home, maybe you put this on Bluetooth where your whole family can listen because so many people need it. You share it with a friend, but I want you to take your right hand and I want you to put your right hand over your heart. And then I want you to take your left hand and I want you to press it firmly on your right And I want you to feel that heartbeat. That heartbeat lets you know that you're still alive. And in hard times and in hard moments, it's so hard to focus on the blessings. But this is the easiest blessing to focus on because you have life. And as you're pressing down to your heart, slowly close your eyes. And I want you to take full breaths, full breaths in and full breaths out. And the reason we're taking these full breaths because you are full of life. And as you're taking these breaths... I want you to focus on appreciation in this moment. And some of you might be thinking, well, this coronavirus, like how can I find appreciation? I want you to find gratefulness and thank this struggle. Because I know and you know, if you look back over your life, that it was the struggle that produced the strength. I want you to find gratitude. What has this tragedy opened your eyes up to? What has this tragedy helped you focus on? Maybe this tragedy helped you focus on what matters most. You know, maybe the biggest blessing in this coronavirus is that it's making us all understand what we take for granted. I want you to press into your chest a little bit harder and take a few more full breaths. Whatever thoughts come in your mind, let those thoughts come in, let those thoughts go. Negative, positive, don't judge those thoughts. Just let them come in and let them go. I want you all to say thank you and open your eyes. This is something I do very often when I'm on the trails or at night, whether it's a prayer, I'm making sure my peace is protected. And in these times that we're going through, these unease times, these times that it's of the universal struggle, everybody's feeling this. It's very important that you protect your mental health. Because I want to I want I want to help you understand something. This coronavirus has the power to destroy us mentally before it ever touches us physically. And the thing that I know about the storm is that 
the storm has the power to produce something beautiful. The other day I walked outside, and if you live in Texas, you know it's been raining like crazy. And about a week ago, my whole backyard was brown. The grass was dead. The flowers were dead. It wasn't a beautiful sight. And then all this rain came. And I was frustrated because there's things that I wanted to do and I couldn't do it because it was storming. It was raining. I wanted to go outside, ride my bike and run. It was raining. And as I thought to complain, I thought about being grateful for the storm because I walked out to my backyard a few days ago and all that brown was green. The flowers had blossomed. I mean, my backyard was beautiful. And it reminded me, like I want to remind you right now, as we're all going through these storms in our life, they're different. Some of us financial storms. Some of us are going through a health storm. I want to remind you that the storm, if we allow it to, the storm will always produce new life. The storm will always produce new beginnings. The storm will always produce growth. And so the question that I sit with you right now as we move forward in this episode is, what is this storm that we're going and going to produce in your life? If you were to write a letter to the coronavirus, which sounds very silly, but what would you thank the coronavirus for? What would you say thank you for allowing this to happen? I know it's so much tragedy. I know people are dying. But the reality is this, 150,000 people die every single day, coronavirus or not. And so as this tragedy sweep in the world, what is this going to produce in your life that's beautiful? You know, and a lot of it is about perspective. We talk about this so much. And if you just go back and listen to the podcast, you know, my message hasn't changed. That's why I never sell you success and dreams of that, because I understand. Go listen to episode nine about worth. I understand when you tie your worth to things externally like your job, like your bank account, like how many followers you have on social media. It's dangerous because if you lose those things, then I can promise you, you will lose yourself. And so the beautiful thing about what's going on now and what I see in the world is I'm seeing a lot of people starting to understand what matters most because time and, and success and you know just moving forward with your life can make you blind to what matters most. So sometimes you have to sit down and be stripped away of the things that, that, that you thought brought you significance, the things that you thought brought you value and understand what matters most. I see people collabing online now. I've never seen that before. I see people on live working together. There's so much tragedy, but there's also so many beautiful things in this. And you have to choose what to focus on. You know, the other day, my daughter Maya, we were playing blocks. And Maya, she's a block monster. She brings all the blocks out. And she brings these blocks out, and we're playing. It's like tons of them. And Maya sometimes has a trouble picking up after herself. Sometimes she does, but sometimes she doesn't. And today was one of those days where I guess she didn't want to pick up her blocks. And so as I told Maya to pick up her blocks, she said, oh, damn, my stomach hurts. You guys with kids know that one. And Maya's a great actress, by the way. Damn, my stomach hurts. And I said, well, your stomach's going to hurt. You still going to pick up these blocks. And that was the first thought that came to my mind. But I knew I would have met her with resistance. And she would have just kept fighting with me. Oh, my stomach hurts. I don't want to do it. And it would have turned to something else. So I said, you know what? Let me just change her perspective towards this. And so what happened is I went down. I sung this song like, clean up, clean up. Everybody do your share. Clean up, clean up. Daddy's going to beat you putting up the blocks. And you know that song. I actually remixed it. And I was like, I'm going to win. I'm going to win. And now she went from our stomach hurting to, to racing me to put up the blocks. And she was having fun. And the thing that I want you to understand in that little silly story is that perspective. Did the mess change? No. What changed was how Maya saw the mess. 
What changed was Maya's perspective. Instead of looking at picking up the blocks as punishment, she then looked at the blocks as fun. And so in these moments, it's very important, just as easily as you can focus on the negativity, especially when the news is pumping it to you, especially when your friends are pumping fear to you. Listen, you're a human being. Doubt, fears are okay. I go through those things. But just like this virus is contagious, I want to tell you, fears are contagious. Doubt is contagious. Positivity is contagious. Faith is contagious. Power perspectives are contagious. Prison perspectives are contagious. So you got to be very careful with the information that you digest because it's hard to protect your mental health when you're constantly looking at things that are, that are stripping your mental health away, that is robbing you of your peace, that's disturbing your soul. And so these are a few things that I want to share with you real quick. Number one, I need everybody listening to this podcast right now. I want you to kill the what if mentality. What if things never get better? What if the world ends? What if I lose my business? What if I lose my house? What if I get sick or someone I love gets sick? And all those are normal worries. But I want to tell you this truth that I learned in my own life about worry. And this truth is this, when it comes to what if. What if will never give you the answer. What it will give you is anxiety. What if won't bring answers to your life. It's just going to bring anxiety to your life. What if will never bring conclusions to your life, but it will bring concerns, unnecessary concerns to your life. What if will never bring peace to your life, but it will bring unease to your heart. So every time that I want to focus on a negative what if, I focus on a positive what if. What if this is the greatest thing that happened for my life? What if God wanted to slow down the world so the world could heal as we're seeing? Less pollution. People are coming together. What if this storm was going to produce something beautiful? The more you allow the negative what ifs to control your life, the more you're going to be at an ease the more you're going to be troubled in your soul. It's going to be hard for you to sleep at night. What if doesn't change anything? You know, so many times we live in a, we live in a future that we can't change. We live in a future that we don't even know what's going to happen. Live in the present. Look around. You got more time with your kids, maybe. Look around. You have more time for yourself. And choose to focus on that. The second thing I want to remind you of is focus on what you can control and pray about what you can. I have a tattoo on my arm, and it's a scripture. It says, live for today, for tomorrow has its own troubles. And every time that I start to live for tomorrow and worry about tomorrow, I focus on right now. There's so many things that you cannot control. You can't control technically how fast this thing spreads or what happens. Yeah, you can influence it by taking precaution, by doing what they tell us in the guidelines. But it's important that you focus on what you can control. What can you control? Ask yourself that right now. You can control how you show up every single day. You can still control your routines. You can still control having positive habits. You can still control what you give to the world and the energy you project into the world and to your family. Because this is a time where leaders step up. Being a leader doesn't mean that you aren't afraid, that you don't have fear. Being a leader means you have fear, but you do it anyway. Being a leader doesn't mean that you struggle with courage at times, but you still find the courage to go on anyway. Parents, your kids are watching you. And as I always said, inconvenience exposes commitment. I've told y'all that. The third thing that I want you to understand in this moment is that 
Your perspective can either be your power or your prison, something I've talked about so much to you. And in this moment, your perspective has to be your power. It has to be. You have to ask yourself right now, what matters most? And that's why it was so important for me to help you guys understand that and preach that to you. Because I don't want you to lose your life because you're losing certain things in your life. So practice protecting your peace in the morning. So your perspective can be your power. Maybe you turn off the Twitter app. Maybe you turn off the news app. Because I'm going to tell you, every time you pick it up, it's just going to be something worse and worse and worse. If it's something super important, it'll get to you. You got to guard your heart. You got to guard your mind. You got to protect your peace. You got to protect your perspective. You have to. The fourth thing I want to remind you of in this moment, let this build compassion in your heart. You know, as, as crazy as this time is for all of us, there's people, and you might be this person listening to this, I actually had a conversation with a friend in Toronto when I was up there a few weeks ago, and she told me, she said, you know, Trent, this has been my life, my whole entire life. Just imagine you getting news that you're sick and your life changes like that. I know what it feels like to lose your everything and your life changes like that. There's a person that received the bad news of cancer that their life changed like that. There's a person that got in a car wreck that became paralyzed and their life changed like that. So let this build empathy in your soul because now you're understanding that you're truly not in control of anything. You can influence a lot, but you can do all the right things and guess what? Something wrong, quote unquote, could still happen. Let this help you understand that we are all, every single one of us is a tragedy away from our life changing forever. So next time you see that person with cancer, maybe you can empathize a little bit more. You see that homeless person that might've made the wrong decision, that might've went through something unfair. Maybe you can empathize a little bit more. You see that person with a disability. Maybe you can empathize with them a little bit more. This time is showing us that nobody in this world, I don't care how rich you are, I don't care how much status you have, nobody is bulletproof to tragedy. And the last thing that I want you to remember in these times is you have to have, and listen to me when I say this, you got to have faith over fears, people. You know, faith is knowing that the worst could happen, but still trusting God to deliver the best. It's trusting God to deliver his will, even if that will isn't what you like. Because we'll never understand why things happen the way that they do. We'll never understand why things have to happen in this world. We'll never understand that. But I know this fact. Certain things have to go wrong so the right things can go right. Certain things have to happen so better things can fall into place. And so with this worry that's flooding your heart, with this doubt that's flooding your mind, with these fears that are penetrating your heart, your life, you have a choice when doubt starts to flood your life. You can sink with negativity. You can sink with trying to control the things you can't control. You can sink in being consumed with fear. Or you can choose to swim with faith. Or you can choose to swim with a power perspective. Hard times don't last. I've never seen a storm that lasts forever. But the people with the strongest faith are the ones that are going to make it through this thing. It doesn't matter what it may look like, what it may seem like. You have to believe that the light will still come. The sun is still going to come after the storm. God got you. Never forget that. Bow your heads for a second. Dear God, I want to just ask that you flood the, the hearts that are listening to this podcast with peace. Because that's what we all want. 
We think we want all these other things, but what we truly want is peace, just knowing that everything's going to be okay. I ask that you help them focus on what really matters, the moments that really matter, with their loved ones that turn into precious memories. Maybe the solitude is helping them build a better relationship with you, helping them know themselves better. I just pray that even if you can't bring understanding to why, I just pray you give them the strength to continue to trust you. In these troubled times, in these troubled waters, we know that you're the ship that keeps us safe. So even if you don't bring calm to this storm now, let us all receive the calm that you give us in this storm. Because we know, just like that boat on the water, it's not the people inside the boat that causes the boat to drown. It's not the boat. It's allowing the waters to get inside that boat. So with us, it's allowing the fears to consume us because you don't give us a spirit of fear. It's allowing the worry to consume us. It's allowing the pain of loss to consume us. I just pray that you just speak to everyone's heart and just let them know that everything will be okay, even if everything isn't okay, because you got us. Amen. Please share this episode with someone because someone needs to hear it. I love you guys. But like I always tell you, it all starts with you. It's rehab time. Let's get it. Straight up. Straight up. It's hosted and recorded by me, Trent Shelton. The episodes are produced by Chelsea Harfouche and mixed and edited by Andrew Weller. Cameron Berkman is our executive producer. Straight Up with Trent Shelton is a production of The Hollis Company. Hey, I want to make sure you got my phone number. Like, for real, for real. No kidding. Did you even know that I have a community text number? And if you don't, where have you been? So go ahead, take out your pen and paper, take out your phone, and write this number down. My phone number is 817-242-2719. Yep, I'm repeating for you. 817-242-2719. People always ask, Trent, how did you get that community text number? How does it work? Well, today's your lucky day. Go to community.com and go get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using texting. People just text you at the number. They're added to the group. And then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. Like you already know, I text out podcast links, random things about life. I text out surprises, all the things that I don't post anywhere else except my rehabber text community. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly to you. And guess what? Now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your number. They'll give you a 10-digit real phone number. Not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than just a number, y'all. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS texting. This means you can actually manage your text links from your community and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts at certain times to certain groups. It even comes with auto-replies, so many things. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your phone number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for just that. So go to check them out at community.com. That's community.com. Let's get it. Hey, I want to make sure you got my phone number. Like for real, for real. No kidding. Did you even know that I have a community text number? And if you don't, where have you been? So go ahead, take out your pen and paper, take out your phone and write this number down. My phone number is 817 242 Yep, 2719.
I'm repeating for you. 817-242-2719. People always ask, Trent, how did you get that community text number? And how does it work? Well, today's your lucky day. Go to community.com and go get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using texting. People just text you at the number. They're added to the group. And then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. Like you already know, I text out podcast links, random things about life. I text out surprises, all the things that I don't post anywhere else except my rehabber text community. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly to you. And guess what? Now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your number. They'll give you a 10-digit real phone number. Not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than just a number, y'all. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS texting. This means you can actually manage your text links from your community and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts at certain times to certain groups. It even comes with auto-replies, so many things. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your phone number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for just that. So go to check them out at community.com. That's community.com. Let's get it.